Welcome once again to another series of the Illumination Show with the Doctor. Hope everybody's having an awesome day, beautiful day here in Florida. I don't know where you listening in at, but it's beautiful here in Florida. The sun is shining. We can continue on our topic on forgiveness. I have a guest calling in. She's going to talk about the situation in which she had to forgive our situation in which she may be still struggling to forgive someone. As always, I have to always shout out those who sponsor me, Kushite Financial Services. Hey, how you doing today? Welcome to the Illumination Show. Awesome, awesome. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. All right, tell our listeners your name and where you come from. Hold on, let me get my ear. My AirPods on. Okay. I just do it this way. Uh, my name is Sophia Isom, and I'm coming from Dallas, Texas. Oh, my home girl, even though she moved to Texas. Be a part of my cowboy fan, but she's right here from Ocala, Florida. <laughs> Our series is Unforgiveness. You've seen some of the podcast shows. As always, I allow the caller to talk about anything that they feel comfortable with sharing. So whatever story you feel comfortable with sharing, I allow you to share it. Then 15 minutes after that, we'll talk about you and what you do and what you want to promote. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm listening. Um, I think um, we started out with unforgiveness. Um, you made a comment the other day in regards to forgiveness. Um, and I made a statement about um, forgiving yourself. Um, I think a lot of times I want to do this for women. And it goes for men too. Uh, we say we're forgiving the person but have we forgiven ourselves um and i think sometimes we end up in bad relationships or situations or that can be jobs or whatever the case may be because we haven't forgiven ourselves and i'll start with my own story as um my lap you know i just got divorced about a year ago um and I just was riding down the road last week and God just started showing me some things that I've been praying about. God showed me my heart. And he magnified some things in our relationship where I had not forgiven him. And I was like, okay, God, I'm sorry. You know, I'm thinking, but I started repenting. I Lord, forgive, forgive me. You know, I, I thought I had let it all go. But then he reminded me of something from the beginning of our relationship that said, um, you know, you never forgave yourself for this and you stayed in this relationship much longer than you should have because of that and i'm like huh and he took me back to a night when we had first just got married and he was a truck driver and he was gone and he just kind of disappeared for like a day and um i remember this night because god showed me where he was and what he was doing but he brought back to my remembrance of the time when um i was seeing somebody and he was married and he reminded me, he said, this is what she felt like when you 
were laying up with her husband. And I said, oh, God. And he said, the problem is you asked for forgiveness, but you never forgave yourself. And you stayed in this relationship because you felt like that's what you were supposed to do based on what you had done. He said, in your mind, you let the enemy trick you and say, you sowed this seed, so you reap this, so you stay. And I stayed. I stayed for five, almost six years. It was never right. It was always something. I mean, I got to the point that I kept market on the calendar. Every nine days, there was something going to pop up. And I just kept saying, I kept saying, God, when? When? How long I got to do this? How long? Is he ever going to change? Is it ever going to be this? And really, it wasn't him. It was me. I was the problem. I didn't even think about it at that point. I was the problem because I was in something God never meant for me to be in. But I stayed based on my own unforgiveness of myself and what I had done. So that was basically um, my revel revelation on myself and how we get in bad relationships, how we get in bad situations, based on the fact that we think about what we did. And God is a grace. He is full of grace and mercy. But we do we forgive ourselves or do we let the enemy keep playing our sin around in our head? that we don't deserve to be with a in a loving, faithful relationship, or we don't deserve to have happiness, or we don't deserve to have financial security because of whatever mistakes we made before. Maybe we had a bankruptcy or we you know we had a failed marriage or you know my mother wasn't this and my father wasn't that. So I don't deserve this. No. God says no. Forgive yourself and move on. Don't let the enemy keep playing these things around in your mind that you get stuck in a place that you never were supposed to be in. So that was my story. Um, that is my story. Um, basically. That, uh, and that's powerful. Uh -huh. It's amazing that you tell that story because I, I did a previous recording before this and that's exactly what I was talking about. I say the person that we hurt the most is ourselves. You know, because yeah. our decisions would hurt us, you know, so we hurt us more than anybody else hurt us. And, we have to forgive ourselves a lot of the times. And I've talked about being in prison. And you know me growing up, I, you know, you never thought I'd have been in prison. But I had to forgive myself for, you know, allowing myself to take these decisions. But I want to go back to something you said, and I hope a lot of people is listening. I hope because so. I you did a previous situation mm -hmm. before you was married. Now you felt because of the guilt of cheating with somebody, husband before you got married, now that you married, when your husband did it, you felt, well, you know, this is justified and the guilt from you doing it previously before you got married. Now I'm going to just stay in this painful situation because of the past guilt that I felt. Is that's what I heard you say? Exactly what you heard me say. Wow. And the funny thing about that is, I remember having, I've had a couple of conversations with women prior to this, um, and they all said the same thing. And um, they were in relationships, and, you know, they all had treated with, you know, someone married. They were in relationships, and when it happened to them, they was like, well, you know, I sold this seed. You know, I just remember even having a conversation with someone um, a few years ago, and I sat there not even thinking about myself, but I sat there and I told her, did you pray and ask God to forgive me? Did you repent? And she said, yes. I said, well, you're forgiven. You know, and I'm telling her, then you forgive yourself. And I'm thinking to myself this morning when you asked me to do this interview, I'm thinking, you know, 
I'm sitting here giving her my own advice and not taking my own advice. Remind me of the scripture in the Bible say, physician, heal thyself. Thyself, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Giving everybody else the call, serving you coughing. <laughs> and I'm still coughing, yes. I mean, and um, so, you know, it's funny that we, we give good advice, but sometimes we don't take our own advice. And when the enemy has a foothold on us in our minds and our hearts sometimes that keeps us from moving forward. And um, it's been a um, revelatory year um, with God. God's been showing me a lot of things. And I think if you ask God, you'll see he will reveal to you where your problems lie. But um, that was that was a big one for me. And I mean, that just happened to me about a week ago, maybe or maybe two weeks ago. I'm just riding down the road. I wasn't even thinking about the situation at the time. But and God was like, OK, how about this? <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, God. Oh, so you know we. Um, the word says the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But he sometimes he uses our own our own sin against us. Even though we've repented, I know people that's in the pulpit, you know, and they still battling with what what I used to do. You know, I used to do this, and so have you. But you haven't forgiven yourself. You know, you it starts with you. You know, and we always say, well, forgiveness is for the other person, but sometimes forgiveness is for you. It's better to forgive, yes, but you got to forgive yourself. If you don't forgive yourself, you can't forgive nobody else freely and clearly and wholly and say, you know what, I'm going to let this slide. And I'm going, I'm forgiving you for this, you know, even with, I know your story, you know, we, I know your story with Telva and everything that happened. You know, there was years that I just could not, I thought, that had I made the right, because you know where I live at, as opposed to where Tell was safe, I was supposed to take her little apartment that day. And I was coming down the road, and I could have made it right by the Swanis 50, but something told me to make a left and go check on my son. And I did that, because he was sick that morning when I left to go to work. As I made the left, I heard the gunshot. You know, and I went home, and he was fine. I got out of the car, he was running around. I said, well, I'm gonna go, I'll be back, mom, and go run this errand. And as I'm pulling out, you know, I'm what, three minutes, four minutes from where she stay. I'm coming out. I can hear the ambulance. I can hear the police car. Didn't know what had happened. And I'm like, okay, God, why didn't I make that right? You know, that for years that bothered me. Why didn't I turn right? You know, because if I went right, I probably would have been there. You know, and I'm like, okay, you know, that bothered me for a long time. I could not understand. I didn't make the right. Why did I make the right? So, you know, it's a lot of things that the enemy will hold over our heads for years. And we just have to learn how to evaluate it, forgive ourselves. And now it's not, nothing to really forgive, but sometimes we just get this instant, you know, guilt in us that I should have went, did this, I should have did that, and I didn't do it. And we hold on to that for a very long time. So, um, yeah, you know, but God is good and he's faithful. And I thank him for even revealing that to me because, I, you know, there's people that hold things and they die with that stuff in them. And, you know, they become sick. You know, I heard a uh, minister say one time that cancer is a result of unforgiveness. You know, so unforgiveness is just not when people say it's just it's for you. It is for you because you can make yourself sick and you become bitter and you start festering things in your body that wouldn't be there if you would just learn to forgive and let stuff go and not harbor on it and not let it sit there and fester and become a sore inside your body 
when you stress and your anxiety and you know and every time this situation happens you reflecting back to when i you know that that's not what god wants for us and i want to applaud you because um i heard you say something ownership ownership it's a lot of people who will not take ownership they want to pass it off on somebody else it's easy to reflect outside of me without looking at me it's easy to say oh they the problem you know they the problem it is hard for me to look in that mirror and i'm just talking about me and just most people and say you know what no i was the problem i heard you say that you know i was the problem that i caused a lot of these things i had to applaud you for that because like i say a lot of people don't want to take ownership so in taking ownership then you're able to forgive yourself that hey i caused this situation here what are what yeah. is it that you're doing right now let's talk about you um, <laughs> what are you doing um let's have a conversation about you what you're doing out there how did you end up in texas anyway what made you leave the old town to go to texas well i had left <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i had left Ocal a long time ago i was actually um working a contract in orlando and it ended um, a new contract started in Charlotte in my industry, uh, my work contract work, um, doing anti-money laundering or compliance roles. And um, it was in Charlotte. And God, God set me up for this one. <laughs> um, never been to Charlotte a day in my life. Um, I was in Columbus, Georgia, visiting a friend. And I was leaving and something said, go to Charlotte and look around. I'm like, Charlotte, why am I going to Charlotte? Okay. So I drove to Charlotte and I had a friend up there. So I met her up there and spent the weekend and um, looked at a couple apartments. Don't know why I left, came back to Orlando and um, got back and I heard the Lord say, pack your bags, give your notice. I just moved in the apartment. I said, what? Give my notice? Where am I going? And um, I was obedient. I went that good morning. I went and got boxes and went down to the office, gave them my 60-day notice. And next thing you know, I'm I'm in Charlotte. I went to Charlotte. Didn't even have the job, but I knew about the project. I got there on a Friday. It was snowing. That It snowed that night. I never forget it. Um, but God just kind of worked everything out. This is how you know when you're in God's will. Um, the movers didn't want to help me unmove. They didn't want to help me unpack the truck. So a lady was in the office when I went in and signed up for my apartment. She said, I'll help you. You know, you can't be in there. This going to snow in there. And she came and helped me um, unload some stuff. And then the next day she called me and she said, hey, um, did the movers come? I said, no, they're talking about Monday. She said, well, no, don't worry about it. I'm coming. Well, um, Monday morning, I got a phone call um, from the contract, from the people at the contract. They want to interview you. And so I said, okay, um, they're gonna have to interview me today because I'm going back to Florida. I gotta finish cleaning out my apartment. So they interviewed me as I got probably an hour outside, they called and gave me a job. So I started working um, for Citibank and um, worked there for about four months, five months. And then all of a sudden I get a phone call on my desk phone. Um, They want us to go, they're going to move all everybody to Texas. And we want to know if you want to get hired permanent and go to Texas. And I said, sure, why not? Um, no problem. <laughs> That's easy. You know, it wasn't even a thought really about it because the year right before I came to Charlotte, I wanted to go to Dallas. I wanted to come here. And um, it just wasn't the right time. A lot of things happened. And God kind of put a halt on it. 
in this way i came out here they paid for it and then the rest is history i've been here now since 2017. are you a dallas cowboy fan i am definitely a dallas cowboy I like fan you. you all right with me i like <laughs> i was a dallas cowboy <laughs> fan before i came out here and i'm still a dallas cowboy fan without <laughs> so. a doubt i heard you mention money money laundering <laughs> that, that, <laughs> why i say that is because i sell insurance and i got to take every two years we have to do this 24-hour course so I'm about mm-hmm. to take the little final thing. I know they're going to ask this money laundry going to be a part of the quiz. I already know that. So when it you is. said that, that's made me laugh. <laughs> money laundering. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what that's my, um, that's what I work in when I'm working with contracts are dried up a little bit, but I'm also a real estate agent. So, um, All right. yeah, that's good. All right. Now in closing, mm-hmm. if there's someone listening who might have been in the same situation man who may have you know um cheated with somebody wife husband etc and they're struggling with forgiving themselves or they're allowing that situation to hold them in a painful situation what would sophia tell them to do my first thing would be to repent and ask God for forgiveness. And my second thing would be to forgive yourself. Um, and examine what took you down that road. Um, that's the first thing. What made you go down that road in the first place? And then don't go back. Um, I mean, we, we have a habit of repeating the same thing. Um, but if you don't evaluate what happened, why you got there, how you got there, um, you repeat the same thing if you don't get complete deliverance from it. And sometimes those things come from, you know, generations. I mean, it could be a generational curse. It could be whatever. But you need to evaluate it. Look at your family bloodline. See where it stems from and end it with you um, so that your children don't go down the same road. Um, and be honest about it. I mean, a lot of people want to hide their sin, but you got to tell the truth. And otherwise, the devil will hold it and condemn you for the rest of your life with it and in, in, in private. You know, um, the Bible said, confess your sins to the elders. You know, sometimes it may not be the elders that you need to go to, but you need to be honest with people about where you've been and what you've done so you can help somebody else. Um, my story may help somebody else. Um, I'm hoping that it does because I talk to a lot of women and they've all, a lot of women have been down this road. I'm sure a lot of men have been down this road. Um, but it's not the end all of everything that's not what the word is designed for it was designed to tell you that you can be forgiven and you can have a healthy loving life fulfilled life in god's eyes and in in in, in the human life and we seem to think that i made a mistake and i'm i'm condemned to that forever no that's not true we all made mistakes, no matter what it was. We got murderers that are out and they're doing the, living a good life. Why shouldn't you? You know, the thing is that don't keep repeating the same mistakes. So that's that's my thing is ask for forgiveness, forgive yourself, move on. And and speak to yourself. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to have a loving husband. I deserve to have a loving spouse. And I'm not going back down this road again. That's it. Hey, I appreciate you. That was some great advice. I appreciate you taking time out to come on the show. 
chop it up with your homeboy. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm proud of you, bro. I am hey, so proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Make sure, hey, go on Amazon, order that book. It's a powerful book. I will. It's already I will, I definitely will. Five people that gave me a five-star review, so, and keep it. If you ever come through Florida, I put my autograph on it because it's going to be worth some money one day, and the only way people are going to bleed that um, you know me is through that autograph, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> All right. Thank you All right, so bro. much. God bless you. You're welcome, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. God bless you. All right. Uh, we thank the caller for calling in, and I really hope that that helps someone because oftentimes we can make mistakes. You know, like she said in her interview here, you know, you can do things and feel because I did it. Karma is coming back, and allow yourself to stay and be hurt in all types of situations. Why? Because I feel that this is a result of karma. So I'm going to sit here and endure this situation. Whether it's karma or not, nobody should be subjected to any type of abuse. Um, they shouldn't be objected to somebody who's not willing to change. You just want to continue to inflict pain so don't allow your past to hold you hostage. Once again, thank you all for listening to the Illumination Show with the doctor. As I always say, my catchphrase, one day, forgiveness is going to come knocking at your door. And when forgiveness comes knocking at your door, you have two choices. Number one, to allow forgiveness to come in, free you from that hostage situation in which your past unforgiveness has been at held you hostage and allow you to elevate to new heights. Or you can ignore the knock and stay in bondage. I pray that when it does come knocking at your door, that you will open that door forgiveness in and free yourself life is short life is short like i always tell most people majority of us we got more time behind us and less time ahead of us i'm 56 i don't believe i have another 56 years on this earth i don't think i want another 56 years so i have more time behind me and less time ahead I'm not going to waste whatever time I have left on this earth holding resentment, anger, malice about something that somebody did to me in my past. No, I'm going to enjoy whatever time I have left. I freed myself. That's why the title of my book is I Forgave the Two Men. I Vowed to Kill. Because when forgiveness came, One of those situations, I cried. That's how angry I had been. That's how much hurt, how much I wanted to kill those people. That when I forgave them, the release was explosive. It's like dropping an atom bomb, the atomic bomb. I'm sorry, atomic bomb, little boy. I think his name was little boy. When it exploded and it released, especially the second one. And she talked a little bit about that situation with my cousin. It's in the book. 
and it released, wow, all this crying, pain, guilt, blaming myself. Oh man, it was exploding. Nothing you can do about it.